Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower. I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. And you can listen to our Warren Radio episodes on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And Warren Radio is now on the following platforms. Amazon Prime Music in Podcast, Spreaker, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify, Anchor, Pocket Cast, and don't miss these posts on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. America Held in Contempt is a nation in rebellion against God and even against itself. America is divided and as such will not stand. The sins are many in this place called America. We have piped and you have not danced. Herein lay wisdom and a warning directed at America and her generations. Wisdom, Jesus said, is justified of her children. Prophets burdened valley of vision. The prophet spoke the light of God with his truth, but the truth had fallen. His prophets were full of wind. Finding grace in time of need. Finding grace, no doubt, in perilous times, we need God's grace. We also need his guidance to help us in our journey in these dangerous prophetic end of days. And do not miss these posts on warn-usa.com. Prophecy Christian World News on Classic Warn Radio. Prophecy Christian World News has to do with the persecuted church. Pertinent news events and the persecuted church worldwide reveals to us over time the trends both in real time and prophecy. Snare to Salvation, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 69 on Battle Lines. Snare to Salvation brings people to the decision-making process to do what is necessary. Many times it is not anything to do with salvation, but in the Lord's dealing with both Judah and in the life of people, it relates to redemption. And don't miss our latest Warren Radio episodes from the week of May 3rd through the through May 5th, Wednesday's show on the 3rd, Savor of Life, Foibles and Follies, Collapse, Debt, Slavery, Persecuted Church at Warren Radio. Thursday's show on the 4th of May, Lord's Salvation, Lord's Servant, Heritage, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 172 on Battle Lines. Friday show on May 3rd, Armor of Light, Revelation, Throne of Iniquity, 
Part 12 on Sound the Shofar. And be sure to get your copy of The Rising, a Christian fiction thriller by the watchman Dana Glenn Smith. There's danger and intrigue. Dark forces are plotting. This nation is at risk. Can Mac save the United States? Everything was okay, or so they thought. A truth so unbelievable, it took a miracle to fight back. And don't miss The Rising. And The Rising continues the story of Mac, a former black ops sniper, and details the takeover of America. Hidden within the storyline of The Rising is the truth of what's happening in America now. And you can get your copy by going to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Ingram, Angus and Robertson, and the Rising ebook can be found on Google Play. You can also get your copy of the Rising by going to danaglennsmith.com, and while on the site, be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter and visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop. And now I welcome in the Watchmen. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Well, you know, in spite of the election, I'm doing good. Yeah. It's... Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's wonderful to be here. It is. Here we are. And we're the 10th day of... Is this... No, this is April. No, it's May. May. I was I don't going to say... Go back I was today. going to say May. I don't want to go back a day. I'm going yeah. forward. We're going into June. Well, Man. we've got a few days for that. Well, you don't seem like we just got here. Yeah, and now it's already the 10th. Yeah. We still have a lot of stuff to do going on around here. So at any rate, be sure to focus your eyes on the Lord in these days. Especially with the plethora of illegals wanting to come in and all the other situations we face in this country. Believe you me, that when we cover the persecuted church on Wednesdays, you know, there are a lot of people hurting. And yes, there are. You know, the thing, Very the tragic. sad thing of it is, you know, they all come here. America's not the place to come. I'm going to tell you, stay away from America. It's under judgment. There are major issues here. And it's America's got to repent. So if you want to do something, pray for America to repent. And yes, the nations of men also need to repent. It's not just America. 
But we don't live everywhere. We live in America. So we urge you to pray for this country and to be safe where you're at. And that's really the issue. We need to have the nations of men safe and safe for people, you know, from some of the leftist schemes that we even face in America. That's right. These people are schemers in this country. There are troublemakers here. So, and they don't care about the people. No, they don't. Well, up front, we're doing America. We have piped, and you have not danced. And uh, this is an interesting article. And every week, I try to bring out an article and tell you about it a little bit. America, we have piped, you have not danced. Now, this actually goes back to something the Lord said. Herein lay, you know, wisdom and a warning directed at America and her generations. It really resembles spoiled generations. And you could really call America spoiled. I mean, literally, we have had blessings. But we also have had a lot of churches. We've had massive revivals. And uh, so you need to understand these things. Jesus said, wisdom, Jesus said, is justified of her children. You know, if you have true wisdom, the children of wisdom are going to be wise. You know, and if you've got a family that isn't wise, your children are going to turn out that way. Today, more than ever, there is a way to find out, though about truth, freedom, and even healing directly from the Lord. And so, don't pass these words in this article by. It is the path and the word to direct you to safety out of danger. And when the Lord was talking about, we have piped, you have not danced, he was pointing out the generation, the men of the generation, when he was there. Now if we look at America's generations, we have generations of young people shouting out loud, wanting you to pay attention to them. They want you to remember their pronouns. They want you to agree to what they're doing, even when the choices they make are wrong. And in America, we have a lot of generations that are blinded. They're pushed by, you know, the fad of the day. And the ones that we have seen since Biden has been in, you know, like the BLM and Antifa, then you have all the others that are woke. And there's no doubt that they're woken because if you misplace what you're saying, they're going to come unglued. I've seen them literally, and you probably have too, uh, and mainly women because they're so sensitive. I mean, they just go bananas. That's because these are familiar spirits. So they're willing to protest, light fires, beat up individuals, become arsonists, and even thieves. 
and we've seen the massive thievery and everything in America. These people seem to hate America and they seem to hate American citizens even more, those who have spent their lives loving this nation and living a life of freedom and individual choice. Many people today know exactly the push for correct speech, preferred pronouns, what is correct in their minds. These people seem to target white supremacists and blame everything on the white supremacists. Well, I got news for you. Sin is not in the skin. Sin is that which is within. They do so even as true white supremacists were stamped out long ago. The number was small until the woke arrived and began castigating anything white. So when we look at this generation, it's piping and playing for this generation of Americans, both young and old. And the tune they're playing is wokeness. And it includes many things with it. Preferred pronouns. You know, what's the matter with America? There's tons of things that they're playing right now. But for the most part, Americans who have listened to them have not danced to their tunes. And this irritates them. Yet these generations proceeded to war, uh, to warn and mourn over their condition, blaming America and those who won't dance with them because of their troubles. You know, come alongside, mourn with me, you know. And of course, we see a lot of this. And there's just so many things that is not right that this generation is doing right now. And it's right in the generation that the Apostle Paul mourned about in Second Thessalonians 2. They wait for Americans to apologize for being white and the sins they committed. But they didn't commit sins. Except to these who believe you have. They wait, they look, and they seem to accuse everyone who will not recognize the sins of those who are woke, their own doing, most of the time. Anything that this generation of Americans do will never satisfy these woke corruptors and their party of fascists. For they are the very fascists that they accuse America of being. And it's because of this thing we are divided on many fronts in this country. But biblically speaking, the answer for these woke is the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And being redeemed. So I urge you to go on over to warren-usa.com, danaglennsmith.com, and read the article, America, We Have Piped, You Have Not Danced. Now, the We Have Piped, that's those woke generations, BLM, Antifa, and many others who are trying to change America, and they're trying to get your attention. 
And those who have not danced are many of them who are Americans that loved America the way it was. So it's time for you to understand or maybe you can just keep crying. But the real answer is repenting and coming to the Lord Jesus Christ. So go again to DanaGlennSmith.com, Warren-USA.com and read America, we have piped, you have not danced. You know, I don't think anybody really knows how much damage this is doing to this country. Oh, I know. If you can't see it, you're blinded, you're deceived. You know, and it's just eating up the generations, these these kids. And they're making choices that is absolutely horrendous for their lives. But they don't want to listen. You know? It's it's tragic. And you can even go up into, you know, the Senate and find all the Democrats up there. And there's a, there's quite a few of them. Some of them have since retired. But they, they've been the same way. You can't even talk to them. And, and the mantra seems to be with all of them is socialism. But see, we socialism, don't want that. socialism is not what you think it is. And many of you are not thinking when you talk about this. Now we're here, we're talking about the battle for America and I want to bring up a name, Jay Sekulow. You know, Tower, I think he's been more instrumental in fighting the, fighting the legal battles and winning them, you know. Oh, he has. In all the time that we've been doing this. Jay Sekulow and the ACLJ, he's the chief counsel, but they have a number of others. Well, and, he, he uh, doesn't fight just for America. He has helped Christians worldwide. He has. See a BB out of Pakistan for one. And during the National Day of Prayer, especially, they were sending out some of these things. And they're talking about President Biden launching a series of clandestine attacks on our Christian faith. He just sent his DOJ lawyers to the Supreme Court to argue against your right to go to church. This is DOJ, the Department of Justice. They're supposed to be on our side. And they're arguing against your right to go to church. That, now you, that's just crazy. That that should never be an argument. Yeah, it never even it, come up. And it's offensive for an American government to do that. Yes, it is. We have had freedom of speech. Our forebears came to this country just to have freedom of speech and equal rights and freedom of religion and faith. Further, he writes, clergy were ousted from a military hospital just days before Easter. Public schools are confiscating Bibles from kids. 
And even Biden's Secret Service threatened to arrest a pastor for praying outside the Chinese embassy. These are all nuts. Sounds like we're in communist country. It does. And nearly every new regulation from the Biden administration has a hidden attack on faith. It's outrageous. The radical left is trying to destroy everything that the ACLJ has fought for. And if we don't fight back, the rights could be eviscerated. That's your rights and my rights. So they are filing briefs at the Supreme Court to defend your right to go to church, which I would never have thought that would be a problem in this country. No. They're filing new lawsuits and Freedom of Information Act against the Biden administration assault on faith and working on Capitol Hill to stop dangerous regulations. Now, I want to tell you personally that I believe the ACLJ is a good organization and they're doing good work. So go on over to the ACLJ.org and support them. Donate some money to help them. Because you're not going to like the results in this country if they start taking away your basic rights. So remember that, aclj.org. J. Seculo is a chief counsel, and they have a lot of people working there. Fighting for America. Yes, fighting for America. Thank you. And we're ready now. Are you ready for yours, Tower? Yes. Uh, last week, we talked about Pakistan's slavery of debt, part one. And now we bring you part two of Pakistan's slavery of debt. And these are some testimonies of some people that Barnabas Aid was able to help get out of slavery. Um, this was, um, this is from Khalid. I was very upset and discouraged from life, but after the help from Barnabas Aid, I hope I see hope again. And Khalid couldn't pay for his wife's medical bills, and in dis- desperation, he turned to the owner of the brick kiln where he worked to borrow money. Like thousands of other Pakistani Christians, brick kiln workers in times of accident, illness, or other emergencies, this seemed to be his only option. After the help from Barnabas again, Barnabas aid, I see hope again. Khalid and his family are grateful to Barnabas aid supporters. But these debts ke- but these debts keep the families bonded to their brick kiln, unable to leave and get another job with money deducted from their wages to pay the interest. It is virtually impossible to get out of their poverty and to pay off their debts. Despised, despairing, and trapped, the bonded brick kiln workers feel like slaves. And thanks to your support, Barnabas Aid has given funds to pay off Khalid's debt and set him free. He said he can now take care of his family much better than before. My wife is also happy and now she is recovering fast. 
and Khalid said he can send his children to school and even save a little money for emergencies. My life has changed because of Barnabas' aid. And this is the testimony of Cameron and his wife. Faithful Christians like Cameron and his wife are trapped by debts, taken on in times of emergencies when, which they can never repay. Can you help free, hard-working Christians in Pakistan? And he said of Barnabas aid, they are God's angels who take away problems of his people. Cameron is a Christian as well as a son and husband. He was bonded to his brick kiln by a double debt. One was a loan he had taken to support his wife and himself, and the other was inherited from his late father. And Barnabas aid stepped in to pay these debts and set him free. And he said, Barnabas aid is very kind and helpful. They are God's angels who take away problems of his people. And Cameron, Cameron can now afford nourishing food for himself and his wife. Thank you, Barnabas aid. I pray that God give you more strength so you can help others like me. And Barnabas, here's a note from Barnabas aid. They have freed 1,575 Christian families since September of 2017. And he says, they say, thanks to your donations, we have recently completed phase 18 of our project in which 100 families were freed. But thousands more are still toiling in Pakistan's brick kilns. In phase 19, with God's help and yours, we plan to free another 200 Christian families whose debts range from approximately 320 to 1740 So if you would like to donate to Barnabas Aid, you can go to BarnabasAid.com. And that's B-A-R-N-A-B-A-S-A-I-D.com. I'm thankful for this ministry to help deliver these people out of that slavery. Yeah, and I am too. You know, when I first seen them do it, it's been quite a few years back. And they've been doing it quietly uh, quietly all along. But they uh, picked it up. Uh, even more people were needing help. And th there's just been a lot of trouble, especially over in the areas where these people are. And you, know, you know, that is so corrupt, enslaving people like that. That's just wicked. Yeah, that is a common practice, however, throughout history. And in in uh, Pakistan, you'll find that in India as well. Yep. So we are glad, you know, and we recommend Barnabas Aid. And so you can check it out yourself. Go to their websites and look through all the things. They tell you what they do and where they go. Uh, Barnabas Aid also tells you where the money goes. So check it out. Now the next report, we're going to be talking about Pravda. Now we've talked about Pravda before. But, uh, you know, years ago I was doing research for an article. And I came across the Pravda article back then. And I recently, as I was looking through some of my archives, I found that article. And some of the things that I find in some of my archives, we've been warning for a lot of years. This is our 25th year. But, you know, we have covered 
tons of topics. Uh, and you name it, we've covered it. We covered it in depth. And, and even though we're doing these shows, we've done a lot of other kinds of shows. And we have extensive archives. But when we do look at the Pravda articles at any time, even before, we see that these come out of the Russian news service and we consider them propaganda. And um, this one here comes from a Pravda article and it was a long time ago. And they are talking about pulling out of the Strategic Arms Reduction Treaty start and I think, if I remember right, they had already done that. Um, if the USA continues to build the missile defense system, it says, which is in Europe. Now, I remember when they were threatening this. And at the time, Russian President Dmitry Med Medvedev. Now, he may be the one today, too. I'm not sure about that. I know uh, Putin's in there. Well, anyway, started uh, stated in a televised uh, televised address, and uh, according to the sources, they're going to deploy their Iskander missile complexes in the west and south of the country. Now, if you remember, not too long ago, Putin threatened uh, to use some of the missiles he has, some of the other missiles, the modern ones, more upgraded. So it seems like Russia doesn't have any problems threatening people with missiles, but that's what they do. And so you can look at this article and you can say that this could be used as... Um, you know in another little way to kind of threaten the world and uh, you know let us do what we want to do or else type of scenario and so they say that these systems will guarantee the total destruction of the European part of the air defense system wow We certainly don't want that to happen. Yeah. So the president ordered the armed forces of the Russian Federation and they're to start expanding on that. They want to uh, push major measures which if it came to that, in other words, where you force them to use missiles, would guarantee the destruction of informational and administrating means of the air defense system. That is very serious. It is, and they go on to say, Medvedev says, we still have time to reach mutual understanding. Russia has um, political will in reaching necessary agreements which may open 
a new page in our relations with the USA and the North Atlantic Alliance, Medvedev stated. The Russian president is still certain that the creation of the joint missile defense system in Russia will give in Europe will give Russia and NATO opportunities for genuine strategic partnerships. <clears throat> well, what are you going to do? You know, just fire them all off and ruin everything. <laughs> and so, well, you know, this is a tit for tat type thing. This is, you know, I don't trust the West, they say. So we will uh, develop this and have it just in case. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's crazy. You know, because you can hit Moscow, but see, many years ago we were talking about the Cold War, and we were talking about these kind of things. And see, Russia and China both had built underground shelters by the Buku, you know, lots of them. While as America doesn't have any. So if there was a nuclear war, now I don't know if they have them. I haven't heard them talk about them for a long time. But they used to have these in Russia and in China where their citizens could go deep underground, you know, and be protected. Fallout shelters? That's what we used to yeah. call them. Well, you know, when you and I were kids, they did have fallout shelters. Yeah. That was during the real Cold War. Now we don't have any, and we have people over here that are more concerned about their wokeness than they are about the planet blowing up by nuclear means. So we really have a lot of uninformed youth here because they've been living in so much peacetime. And decadence. And decadence, and they're spoiled. You can't talk to them. You know, I, you know and I, I've heard them scream their fool head off, you know, like they were belonging in an asylum. Yeah. So when I read articles like this, now there again, this was all in... A Pravda article. And every once in a while, I don't do it anymore, but, you know, I, I have gone to the Pravda site to see what they're, what they're thinking. So if you think Russia doesn't have spies and doesn't keep track of America and the Europeans, you better think again. Yeah, that's for sure. Because... This is global trouble. And it, it's really interesting to note that Russia also has a lot of influence in South America, has a lot of influence, you know, in other parts of the world, especially the Middle East. So, you know, we, we are in a time when it is dangerous in the, in the nations of men. Yes, it is. So that's a little bit about Pravda and another Cold War. Now, this this particular article was written in 2011. 2011. Now, see, if you remember 2012, remember they were all predicting the end of the world? Yes, yes. Because so that is, was the end of the Mayan calendar. Yeah. So you have... Now, see, that's how I came across it, because I was researching 2012. 
uh, from some of the threats. I was looking at the threats, and what I found was Russia preparing this way. Well, the reason they're, you know, it was 2012. They were everybody was looking at it, and so look at us today, though. You know, we're we're no better off. Our weapons are greater today. You know, we never do go the other way. We always create bigger, better, you know, weapons. Now Russia, China, and even America are talking about um, robotic soldiers. Remember the Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator thing? Yeah, I never watched that movie. Oh, that, I'll tell you, I did. And Schwarzenegger was good in his makeup, but it just, you know, you look at that, you know, and there's been sources that said you don't want to go there with this stuff. And that's true. So we were concerned in 2011, at least Pravda and Russia were, about where the West was going to be with all this, of course, and then there was all that hype around 2012, so. Now this next one comes to us from CBN. And, you know, this is one of them subjects that you know, Tower and I have been in a lot of revival meetings. We've been in Benny Hinn meetings. And uh, I've been prayed for by him. I've been in Rod Parsley meetings. And I was anointed under his ministry for pastoral work. This is back, back long, where long, I live. Long, long, time ago. Yeah, long time ago. And uh, we've been in lots of meetings, believe me, lots. And, uh, you know, when the Spirit of God drops and you have an evangelist that knows what he's doing and he understands, you see, he can bring a lot of excitement. And some people can even call that a revival. Matter of fact, they come in, in, into the churches in what we call a revival meeting to get revived. But see, the old-time revivalists, and I write about this in my latest article, and you can find that over on DanaGlennSmith.com or um, Warren-USA.com. I write about the old revivals. They they were different than these. You know, matter of fact, they put names to them like the first great awakening, the second great awakening, because so many people turned from their sins and came to the Lord. It changed entire countries and people. And so the latest one is all the revivals, you know, have, have been reported, you know, from the beaches to the prisons. And they're reporting lots of baptisms and lots of salvation. And 
see, in the one hand, I'm talking about judgment coming to America. But in the other hand, there is a relief when you are a nation. And I explain how this works in my latest article. You see, because judgment is on America now. God is calling America to repent. But the pessimism is that America won't repent. That Americans don't care to repent. A lot of Americans find it simplistic. But you see, I think the existence of America depends upon full-scale repentance. Now this is where I have an issue with the way these little short-term revivals are going on. And I want revivals everywhere they can come. I am not criticizing them. But I'm just telling you that in these revivals that are around there, you know, people are really being baptized. People are really being touched. But in order to save America, you need the type of uh, turning from the sins that we find in um, chapter uh, 18 of Jeremiah. Full scale wholehearted. Yes, we do. Because a partial revival is not going to change America. It, you know, make no mistake, the people that that get saved at these revivals even though they're not earth-shaking, I mean from coast to coast, people are still getting saved and it's real for them. I believe many of them. But what we need is a revival that will be absolutely one of the most amazing revivals that's ever happened in recent memory. And until you get that, America's going to be under judgment. And, you know, there's no, no doubt in my mind about this. I've been warning for a long time. We've known about this. My calling was based upon a lot of this of what we were to do. So pray for these revivals and pray for America. Pastor Eric Petrie of Citygate Church in Cincinnati, Ohio said online over the past two weeks at Citygate we have seen 650 people give their life to Jesus, 93 baptized, and yesterday hundreds of people filled the altars seeking the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Now see, th this that's, is... A, that's exciting. It is. This is a full gospel meeting, folks. And I'm going to tell you that not every church believes in the true, old-fashioned, full gospel. Not everybody does. And he proclaimed revival here. And that's a good revival. Yes, it is. That's but, exciting. 
lead pastor at the West Bradenton Baptist Church in Florida said, we baptized 21 people at the beach. God is good. What a blessing. Now, if you baptize 21 people, now this is on the beach, but even in the church, that's a lot of people. Yes, it is. <laughs> good for them. And that's so exciting. you find examples like this all the way through. And I don't doubt for a minute that these people you know, had an experience and they definitely repented. But the thing that I'm talking about is the survival of America, the repentance. I mean, we've got generations of children who are walking down the wrong path, who face a lifetime of very intense issues physically because of some of the choices that they've made. And so I, I directly oppose almost everything this younger generation is saying that they want. Wokeness, you know, they want to change their genders, you know. You know, they want to change their genders. They don't know what they're asking for. Yeah. So there, 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 there's a lot of issues here. And so we need a full revival and we need to get this spirit of uncleanness out of this country that's what it is a filthy spirit yes amen we there's need confusing to spirits destructive yes demonic and so, demonic very demonic and so this is what you have in America now and we need a huge revival. And I encourage you to go over to DanaGlennSmith.com or Warren-USA.com and read the articles, listen to the shows, and hear what, what we're talking about. Read what we're talking about. And so here's a Faith Assembly of Church in Winterville, North Carolina. So they're reporting baptism after baptism, week after week. Good, good. Now that's good. probably more than they've seen in a long time. And that's good, but the bottom line of it is, is that we need a greater outpouring of the spirit of repentance, and we Amen. need God's help yes, to deliver this nation from the fate that it is inevitably being drawn into because there are corruptors in this nation who are leading kids astray and there are deceiving spirits who are leading the way as well so are you ready tower yes this is an exciting story and i didn't know this until a few days ago George Foreman conversion to faith now many of you probably know who George Foreman is he's a former heavyweight champion boxing champion and um, George Foreman abruptly walked away from his boxing career for the first time in 1977 after a significant spiritual awakening awakening Growing up, his mother, a single parent raising six children in the Fifth Ward community of Houston, 
spoke of God often, a habit of which Foreman was not fond. But those words, seeds planted over time, sprung to life for the boxing champion as he recuperated in his locker room after a fight. My first time around, I was just ambitious. I wanted to be the top heavyweight champion of the world, rich and famous, and that whole thing. Then all of a sudden, I hit that rock. I found I found out there was more to life. I found God on my dressing room table, screaming, Jesus Christ is coming alive in me. And after that life-changing conversion, Foreman focus, Foreman's focus was singular. He wanted to preach the gospel. All of his story, from growing up in poverty to becoming the two-time heavyweight boxing champion, to reinventing himself as an entrepreneur, to stepping into full-time ministry, is chronicled in the new movie, Big George Foreman, the miraculous story of the once and future heavyweight champion of the world. And many of the lessons he learned in boxing, the now 74-year-old athlete recalled, he channeled into his newfound passion for the Lord. As a scrappy fighter, Foreman had to learn to translate his raw emotion into fine-tuned athleticism. He fought just as hard for his then-faith. Um, I found religion, and I realized I was going to have to fight to be in church on time, he joked, and sometimes I was just going to be the best mopper around and the sweeper of the floors. It was a fight to keep this thing going that I would tell the story for as long as I live and not let it get away from me. Once he encountered God, Foreman said, I was going to fight to make certain everybody I met knew about it and I didn't find anything else worthy of my time other than doing the work of evangelism. And the legendary boxer's faith is the byproduct of his mother's own devoted relationship with God. But she never stopped praying, Foreman recalled. Then I became a minister, and she told me once, At first, I didn't believe in it. But now you're my pastor. I believe in you, she said. You're my preacher. That is the most touching thing that has ever happened to me. She believed in me, and she believed in what I was doing. And he says, All I want people to understand is, I found God. I found out about Jesus Christ. I don't want that lost, and I think... If they go to the movie, they'll find out there's more to me than what meets the eye. God is in there. That's a good story. I remember him boxing when I was growing up. And I'm glad he that Christ got a hold of him. Well, that is a good story. Yes, it is. There is no doubt about it. We're over in a farming territory now. And, you know, this is disturbing all the things when we talk about farms over in Europe. You know, they are literally trying to take land away from farmers. And this is part of a bigger globalist plan to stop from planting those farms. And um, what that means is you're not going to be eating what you have. Literally, we've got people leading the way who are, in my opinion, are nuts. But you see, 
In an article that comes from Gateway Pundit, who got it from the Western Journal, I found it on the Gateway Pundit site. Uh, apparently they had gotten it from the Western Journal. But it talks about farmers. And they have such high-tech farming machinery. The biggest problem you run into is repairing equipment on the farm. And my granddad, both of them, one was a cattle rancher, the other was a farmer. And the farmer grew the sugar for Holly Sugar, among other things. He had a lot of stuff he did. And it took a lot, you know, to stay afloat. Now this has to do is trying to repair their high-tech farming machinery. And the thing of it is, they don't have the right to repair the equipment on their own. They won't let them. I mean, they pay. Now, these machines are very expensive. And they can't even repair them themselves. So, and, you know, when you buy one, you, you have to have a contract made. And that's what locks out the farmers who own the tractors uh, from even making small repairs. And so a Colorado farmer by the name of Bill Midcap said farmers have had to wait three or four weeks to get repairs done to equipment. That's awful. And when they can do the repairs themselves, that's unfathomable. Now see, if you know anything about farming, farmers can't wait three to four weeks to get the, fi the thing fixed. They need to do it within a couple hours. They need to get it done. Because I can tell you, from being on the farm myself with granddad, both of them, you know, there's a lot of work to be done. Now, the state of Colorado, they said, has become the first to give farmers the legal right to repair their equipment. I think this is nuts. I wouldn't have a piece of equipment if I couldn't make sure it would get done right away That's right. or if I couldn't repair it myself. That's you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Why would you why would you pay the money that they pay for these things and not able to get them repaired in a timely manner? Yeah. Y you know, 4 weeks is a long time when you talk you, about planting. You lose crops or you don't get them planted or you lose them because yeah. you can't get them out of the field. This is That's so That's ridiculous. Yeah. So I'm glad they're doing that, but see if you go overseas, they're trying to take the land from the farmers to keep them from um planning. Now can you imagine that? You peak, you have people in the government Where do they think their food that, comes that from? Wants to take the land from you if you're a farmer and well, I'll tell you what they'll do with it. They ain't going to be doing anything with it. Not that you would want. Now John Deere is a good company. We know very a lot about John Deere. Tower could fill you in about John Deere. But uh, they say that the equipment is so highly technical and computer driven that repairs are often beyond the skill of barn tinkerers. And that's probably true. Well, I think the word barn tinkerers is demeaning. Yeah, that's true. But, but that's what you do, man. 
You know, my granddad had a pair of pliers and wire, and that's what he Bailey fixed everything wire. with. <laughs> yeah. And he kept everything running. This comes under give me a break. Oh, and they're also worried about their... Um, manufacturer said that if just anyone can start tearing down and rebuilding their high-tech machinery... Their proprietary technology will be all too easily open for corporate theft. Well, again, it sounds selfish to me. Yeah, I think it does. They don't care about the farmer. No. And the rancher. Well, they should. Yeah, that's where their money's coming from. But, see, this is just another attack on the farmers, and it makes you think. You know, look what they're doing overseas in Europe. You know, and the farmers have been... You know, driving tractors and protesting with it for some time. But then the EU came out and supported the par the um, the states for wanting to do things like take their land. You know. But see, there's a lot of socialism over in Europe. You know, the, these are U European socialists. It's still a socialist. But, uh, you know... We've just decided to take your land. Are you kidding me? No, I don't think so. Yeah, that's wrong. Yep. And so we're coming down. We got a few minutes to talk about this, but, you know, I do not like what I see in the world. And I'm not going to like it because of what is coming prophetically. But. We have covered some important program uh, things tonight, and uh, we thank you for listening in. Tower, we got uh, go ahead. And okay, thank you everyone for joining us. Whenever you do, we we love you. We pray for you. We so appreciate all you do, and thank you for everything you do for the Lord. And may He bless you and make His face shine upon you. And please pray for your brethren, pray for us, and don't forget about BarnabasAid.com if you would like to help our brothers and sisters in the brick kiln to be freed from that slavery. And thank you. Good night, everybody. Stay safe. Don't forget to go to our websites at warn-usa.com, danaglennsmith.com. Listen to the articles, I mean, listen to the shows, read the articles, share the site, tell your friends about it. There are a lot of different series I've done over all these years, and uh, so check it out. In our long-running series, the Isaiah series, which we've been doing for years, is in its part, I think, 173. So check this stuff out. Be safe, watch over yourself and your family. Until next time, God bless, be safe. Shalom, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.